You a hater, hater bear. Like, rate, review, share, worship. Because the torn meniscus ain't rocking for me, boy. Yeah. <laughs> what, what happened? So, a few weeks back, my knees start like locking up when I sit down, right? Mm-hmm. And you say locking like, up, what do you mean? Like, getting still. Like, you know how your leg go to sleep? Yeah. So I like them. My knees stiff. Like I would stand up, and it would be hard to like. You know, how you stand up and immediately start walking. It yep. would be hard to. It, it would be hard to do that. Like I, I couldn't stand up and start walking. I would have to stand up, wait a minute, then start walking. And gradually over time, it got worse and worse and worse and worse. And now I have to stand up, hold on to something so I can stay standing up. Then I can try to start walking because after a while it'll start loosening up. Whatever. So I'm like, man, this shit is bad. So then I went and got the shit checked out. Sure enough, I done tore my fucking meniscus and it's collecting fluid and I need to get surgery to get the shit cleaned up. Because you know when you tear a meniscus, you don't need to replace it, but you got to get all the loose shit in there or whatever. Mm-hmm. It hurts so bad, bro. No lie. It oh, hurts so bad. Because, uh, I know you got health insurance, so why are you not trying to go and get this taken care of? Man, I just have to have time because you have to think. The you downtime, got no time before you end up not being able to walk at all, bro. You're right. But the downtime, bro, I'm just trying to plan it. I think I'm going to go at the end of June and get the surgery. Maybe. Bruh, bruh, bruh. You know I love you, right? Go ahead, cool. Get up off your ass, go to the hospital and get that shit done immediately, nigga. Let me tell you something, my nigga. High school, my nigga. I tore my ACL, my MCL, my meniscus, and cracked my patella, my nigga. And because I walked around on that shit, my nigga, because I had done that shit, being outside doing shit I wasn't supposed to be nigga, being off the porch with it, nigga, jumping off of a nigga stoop and then going right into tra- and then jumping right into traffic, my nigga. And I reset that shit myself with my nigga, my nigga. They told me I'm limping for the rest of my of my natural life, my nigga. Yeah, that's and what I, it feel like I'm about to do, boy. I gotta yeah, do something. You need to go to the doctor, let him do his thing, tell your job what it is. And, and, let, and, and, put it, and, put it, and put it like this, bro. Put it like this. I understand that Anna is part of the community, so the likelihood of her having children, you know, or we'll just say we're cutting in half. I'm, I don't know what the realistic numbers are. But should you have grandchildren, my nigga, you gonna, they going to want to play with granddaddy. Because you love kids, bro. Get your shit taken care of. Man, listen, I'm not opposed to it. And gentlemen are 100% correct. I just, my, my thing is what I was trying to plan with the surgery because the doctor said it's six weeks recovery, right? So yes. I'm trying to plan it out to where, because, you know, I can't do it next week because I'm going to South Carolina um, the weekend for the, for the tournament that we already paid thousands of dollars to be in. So and then I got another tournament in July, but that's only four weeks in between. So I was thinking like, well, damn, maybe I can skip the July tournament or whatever. But once the July tournament over, then I'm free until October when basketball starts. But like, if I, if I, if I get the surgery, I'm down six weeks. Like, 
I'm down, down. Then I ain't going to be able to go do none of this shit. No, my nigga. You're going to be recovering for six weeks. Yeah, listen. The one, one nigga, important you thing still, is You will the, still be you know, on wheelchairs, crutches. You can make it. You can still make the tournament, my nigga. Trust me. I, my nigga, public city buses lean over to let old-ass bitches on, nigga. So I know they can get you there in a tournament, nigga. Stop it. Go take yeah. care of yourself, nigga. Stop being, <laughs> stop being that black man. Catch it before it catch you. Especially uh, yeah, since you come on this show every week talking about make sure somebody help is taken care of. Stop being a hypocrite, my nigga. Yeah. Don't get cut up, damn. But my knee hurt like a motherfucker today, y'all. No cap. Yes, uh, you, you, you think me? You got, and it's, your, it's your left or right knee? Left. You left or right-handed? I'm right-handed. Guess what, my nigga? You, you guess what, my nigga? You fucking around with, with 50% of your inertia. Yeah, bro. I can bear that's that's now that's real. That's what got me like, oh shit, let me I ain't gonna be able to wait. Cause like goddamn boy, I, I can bear it late. Listen, you I take the wrong step and you know how you get that pain. Mm-hmm. I, 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 boy, I'm about to hit the ground. I'm big ass nigga to be hitting the ground, bro. Bro, you yeah, and I know you ain't trying bro. to feel that for an extended period of time. So hell no, nah, bro. <laughs> You're gonna hurt. be going my through nigga. it. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what you what you need to be worried about, my nigga. When I didn't go to the hospital the first time I dislocated my knee, my knee, I did that shit. Too. I did that. Wound up doing that shit two more times, just on some regular shit. One day I was walking, that shit fell out. It fell out the socket. I'm gonna tell you what happens, my nigga. Your rest of your muscles and your body start trying to overcompensate, my nigga, and you will give yourself sciatica. Yeah, that's what's bothering me too, man. I, the, the overcompensation, like I hate that shit when you hurting and then you overcompensating, so everything else hurt. Mm-hmm. It's like goddamn nigga, like my it's on my left knee, but the right side of my body sore. Cause it's put I'm putting so much weight on it. Yeah, my nigga, that shit my nigga, that shit is gonna move up into your lower back. And after a while, my nigga, then it's gonna be your spine. That's the problem. Go get that shit taken care of, my nigga. Tell them you need a tell them you need a don a don joy in the new brace so you can get around, my nigga. You going yes, my nigga, you're gonna get the metal detector a fucking meltdown when you go through the shit. But you'll make the tournament and you will heal, my nigga. Trust me. Go get that shit done, my nigga. It's not is is nothing even right. Plus, my nigga, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you also, my nigga. I know you a person that hates to be immobile, which is where this is probably really coming from, my nigga. And the longer you take care of that shit, my nigga, the harder it's gonna be for you to ever get back to actual 100, percent my nigga. They told you know what they told me, my nigga. They told me never ever again in my life will my leg be 100, percent and they ain't lying, my nigga. Yeah, bro, losing freedom of mobility is 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 a negative. It's a big negative because I feel that now. I feel like, damn, I can't move like I want to. Bro. Whatever, man. Bro. I went to a little shindig last night. Y'all know what I realized last night? Well, boy, I, 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 I am officially 100% past I don't go out. Like, that's like, nigga, I am not a go out nigga no more, bro. Like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm that's all the way straight fun. on that. That shit is not fun. And now when I, now that I'm older, I'm trying to look at the shit and try to figure out what, why was this fun to me? Because when you're young, bro, and your and, and your intention, whether you know it or not, really is just pussy. The event was never fun. It was just a, a means to an end. My nigga, ask me, my nigga. I used to, ask, my nigga. I was not the club going out, my nigga. But every now and again, if enough of my niggas was going out, I tag along with them because I enjoyed their presence of being around them. Nigga. My nigga, I can't dance. My nigga, I, I'm not, I, I'm none of that shit, my nigga. But, and I used to ask, I was like, my nigga, when? Why the fuck do niggas go to the club? And my nigga, we threw, we made money doing that shit. But I'm going to tell you the honest truth, my nigga, I had more money throwing up, I had more fun, excuse me, more money, more fun 
well, and money, I guess, throwing the events and planning events and watching everybody else have a good time than I have ever had actually going out. I mean, I don't like clubs running or any of that, uh, that shit. Yeah, that really. shit overrated, bro. Like, we need to have, like, a, a Negro convention where we would, talk about the amount of money that we put into the party scenes because black people put more money into party scenes than all, any other culture, in my opinion. Now, that's that, I will that's, say this. That's subjective, back, but... Back back in the back in the day, damn, I'm, I'm realizing I'm a nigga that can say that now, but back in the day, my nigga, AOD was a thing. So women wanted to dance with me and they wanted to, and they wanted to dance like fucking hoochies on niggas. So, I, so that shit was dope. Other than that, nigga... Other than that, my nigga, we have better drinks in our house. We most likely pregame before we came to this bitch because we're not about to come in here and spend dumb amounts of money at the bar, knowing how much this shit costs, unless we just know one of the niggas that's running this event or running this club, in which case, and that event, we probably getting the shit for free. But realistically, my nigga, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm just, I'm just not into it. One, if I'm trying to meet a girl, my nigga, the music's already so fucking loud, my nigga, that everybody in here trying to holler at somebody got fucking tinnitus. Number two, my nigga, you, <laughs> my nigga, I have, my nigga, I can tell you more hilarious stories about me in the club, my nigga, about shit I did by accident and shit, my nigga. I set a bitch on fire one time by accident in the club. Dead That's ass ears. My nigga, it's just. Not God forbid, and God forbid if you if you niggas like me, Wayne, Rob, and all of my nigga, where when we go into a party, my nigga, we know half the forty club. to seventy percent of the motherfuckers in here. So realistically, my nigga, right. your first hour is really just dapping niggas down and giving out right. giving out hugs. Not to mention, keep in mind, guess what? Guess what? Guess what, my nigga? These motherfuckers that got all dressed up to go to this same club that we all go to at the same time on the same day, week after week, guess where they gonna be tomorrow? At school with you? <laughs> at school with you? In Walmart with you? In Publix with you? Why? Because y'all live in the same city, so y'all go to the same places. And guess what? Everybody at bare minimum got to do the same things. Nah, that's yeah. legit. Like You're it's been right. so it's so been so many different like. I think in present day, like I'm 100% agreeing. Like it was a, it was definitely a time and a place for me personal while I, while I would like you know be out there cutting the rug. But yeah, my nigga, it's, it's because we created our mind. We created our mind. If you're not a nigga that go out and gets into the atmosphere, we created this stigma that you lame somehow. No, you know, which is which Fast. is stupid because it's like it's, it's like I done had a hell of a run like the club and whatnot, but now it's just like. It's kind of like you, the old man, just looking over. Like you, you know how like I can't remember what it was, but basically put it like this: you know, like if you like an OG in the hood and you go and you see like the you see like the new niggas that's really running shit, right? Mm-hmm. And you just pulling up and you just like <laughs> you just like yo, that's what that feels like in present day. Like it yeah, feels bro. like that. Yeah, bro. It feel like uh, it feel like you know, like I don't know if y'all niggas done did this, but like when you're older. You've been gone for eight, nine, ten years from your high school, and you pull up to the high school for something, and there's kids in the high school, and you walk through the hallway like, damn, nigga, like, what is this? You know what I mean? Like, it just don't, it, it feel like, damn, what, like, I don't know, bro, last night I went to the Shindig, because my, my dog, Janae, she had um, her little birthday party or whatever, and it was jumping now, don't get me wrong, it was jumping, but, bro, I'm in that bitch, and, like, like, like you say, the most, the beginning of it is spent dapping up niggas I already know. 
Then the rest of the time, I'm in that bitch, and I'm like, why am I here? Like, like, bro, I was thinking about, boy, my bed would be real nice right now. That's how I know I'm old, Dennis. <laughs> Dennis, that's how I know I'm old. because Nah, it'd be, it be like that, bro. for real. It'd be like but, that. And then everything, everything that you're paying to do, you get mad because you pay for, you're paying for it. But it's not at the same caliber as if you did the shit at home for free. My name. Guess what, my name? I go here, I buy drinks. Guess what? Either A, you make, y'all try to like shock everybody by making the drink so goddamn strong that everybody only wants one. And guess what? The night's over. Or B, you make the drink so damn weak. Hey, guess what, my nigga? I'm mad as fuck. I just gave you seven to eight dollars for this fucking let, 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 let me jump on that real quick. Let me let me say this, man, before we get started on the show, man. Bro, let me tell you something about what Coop just said, man. Bro, the drink. The, okay, so the, the event was jumping because it was an open bar, being, right? Being, it was an open being in the club. But bro, so why do I come from? Yeah, y'all got me. Y'all hear me? Yeah, go, 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 go. I think you got black bag. Straight up. I have several experiences. I have experience from being a club goer to like Coop said when we started throwing the parties to being a DJ. One, all four of us come from the era of the parking lot days after the club. I think Dennis, I think you caught like the last good, good hit of it before they started getting real gay. About niggas being in the parking lot once the drink was over. Yeah. So a lot of that, <laughs> what Coop was what, what Coop was talking about when like trying to holler at a girl, that was the stupidest shit. You can just catch the girl when she come outside. Dead ass serious. I remember it was some nights we didn't even go to the club. We just got we just got dressed to hit up the parking lot action because we knew because we knew that shit was like thick as fuck. Especially if you like in Tallahassee during homecoming, you ain't gotta go to the club. Go to the spot that you know is popping. Wait till they let out, <laughs> and you in there. You act like you was in that bitch. Um, but yeah. And then as a DJ, I understood. <laughs> I understood. Um, what I about to say? As a DJ, I understood how to curate the vibe. Like I was that type of nigga. Like you know what I'm saying? Again, we come from asshole dick era. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Trap Zeus. So the AOD era, that was a lot of what was it, what we was going through in the club. Because I'm going to tell you all a little background story. My grandparents, grand and, you know, senior Q, as well as my aunt and my uncle, my mom and my dad, all met either at a party or a club. So there's something to it. There's something to it that that you have to go to, especially when you're like between the age of 18 to 29. Right. Now for us, our vibe is different, bro. Like, like a lot of this shit that's going on now with the music. I I had to ask my cousin. Um, my cousin is 23, just graduated from Florida AM. Shout out to shout out to my nigga Trey. And I said, hey, I got a question. Cause I'd be looking at your Insta story, bro. Is the club fun? He was like, real nigga shit? Nah, it's not. I said, well, why do y'all go? He was like, because niggas be trying to get, be seen, bruh. And that's where all the bitches be. I'm like, it's like what, what we were doing. It's like, we were some dancing ass niggas, bro. Like, n- like, niggas in the 90s. And that's why I said we need real gangsters back. Because even the gangsters on the, on the dance floor 
getting getting they uh getting they swerve on. But niggas growing up in the late eighties and the nineties was dancing ass niggas. Okay. But no, 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 no. You absolutely right. Because even even with like where and I had and I I work security at an arcade bar. But but the shit had the dance floor and motherfuckers would be dancing. Even even especially even the white people who get to that drunk where they don't give a fuck how they look. I mean like they couldn't dance before that. But still, <laughs> that's what made it so. <laughs> That's what made it so like comfortable because you you were not only you know you around your people that's coming to raw you were around white people that don't even care how they look on the dance floor. Boy, so, you like, want to know something? I boy, think that's when I had right? um like when I really started like clubbing, clubbing. Like my first experience was like Coliseum on like FSU night, and what made that so what made that so comfortable was the fact that everybody was kind of just you know like fuck it, everybody was just you know getting to it, so it made it a lot easier and in a more comfortable setting because in front of a bunch of white people when you got rhythm you fucking that shit up right so right. like when, you, when you're dealing with when you're dealing with a different breed like that then it's like hey i got it. i can go so far as to tell you this so when i first got down here and i started and i got with wayne and them bro we were like the like you know we would go to the club but the thing to do was that if somebody was having a house party and shit was like that back home, like motherfuckers back home would go to the club really just to stun one niggas. The house party was where niggas was really going to get down. However, I'm going to also point out this, and this is something that I didn't even think about. A nigga does, and don't get me wrong, my nigga, niggas had more danceable music back in the day. Yeah, I was That's just about part. to say, bro. We Go ahead, have, these Go niggas ahead, ain't dancing. I, I dare you to dance to Super Gremlin. Try it. No, nah, bro, that's listen, what I'm about to say, bro. That's why I notice right. a lot of DJs like stick heavy to their like 2000s music. <laughs> yeah, like, right. You don't really hear too much of like the, the new stuff. No, bro, well, because let me tell you why, bro, because that shit, that shit, and that's not me saying the music's bad or anything like that. But motherfuckers don't make fun music like that anymore. Yeah. As the great philosophers, uh, Goody Mob once say, they don't dance no more. They don't, they don't dance no more. Bro, they don't even... Bro, last night at the Shindig, bro, I literally don't recall no nigga dancing. Bopping up and down, like bobbing your head or like putting your hand in the air shaking it as you say in the lyrics. That is not dancing, sir. But, but that's but that's what I mean by like even gangsters back in the day was on the floor. They, bro, if fucking... Um, in fucking New Jack City, fucking Nino Brown is in the middle of the dance floor. Get down, bro. Like, don't tell me niggas don't dance, dog. You're right. Niggas was dancing on paid in full. Cameron was wild. Yeah, this can't go to no place where they be like posted up. That's just not that's just not the move. But that's all niggas do now is post up because everybody gotta be hard. Like you said earlier, it's like they make it like it's lame for a nigga to like, oh, you don't go out, you lame. So now it's also lame if you're not like hard. Oh, I had a chick tell me, bro, because y'all niggas know, y'all niggas are fortunate enough to be taken by lovely young women. Y'all know I'm out here on this single train. You know what I'm saying? Riding it. But you know what's funny about this shit is I had a bitch tell me, no cap, y'all. You a friendly ass nigga. I can't get with that. Imagine that. Now you talk about somebody. Let's say you're trying to garner a future. You do want to have kids or something. You don't want your kid, the father of your children to be friendly. You don't want the father of your children to be capable of holding conversations with strangers. Like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, you're a friendly ass nigga. So when I asked her to elaborate, she said, you're too nice. 
Not even like on the whole girls say guys too nice thing. No, 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 no. She was like, I'm nice. I I I speak to people. I want my nigga not to speak. Okay. Oh, what? Con- what? Yeah, I needed concept because it's because like when you say friendly, I think like you know if you get like into in, in let me let me preface this because I might have missed it. Is this somebody that you like just met or like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody okay. I was dating, bro, and she was like, when we went out because we went on like three dates. She was like, you always telling people, hey, how you doing and shit, or if somebody talk to you, you'll have a conversation with them. Like you know, if somebody come up to you, ask you something, and you have a conversation, whatever. She was like, that's some friendly ass shit. Okay. That yeah, that's that's a little nuts. Like, and listen, I worked at a I worked at a place at a at a facility where all everybody did was greet each other, like no matter what. So I kind of like I picked up on that because I worked there for for a little while. And if you didn't speak to somebody, it felt weird. Like you couldn't just go past nobody and just be like, "Hey, I speak." Like I remember, I remember I went by this um this one person when I was like you know walking into work or whatever, and then and then they literally said like verbatim it was like, well damn I ain't wake up next to you this morning. Oh man, <laughs> that's just like how just the how hospitable that place is. It's crazy I said hospitable because it was a hospital, but the point still stands. Like just and that's and that, but that's the thing though. Then it's like what have we turned into the quote Q, nigga? We're we're southern. Like, that's what people from the South do. We tell you, hey, how you doing? When we don't even know you. Tell me, man, this is how you know you live in the South. You have a drive, you going to somebody's house in the neighborhood. You don't know nobody in this neighborhood. This ain't your neighborhood. You just going to meet, hang with your nigga or whatever, whatever. It's a nigga cutting his grass. Do we wave at you, yes or no? Oh, yeah, they'll wave at you. Exactly. He don't know you. He don't know where you're going, but he's going to wave. Why? Because we Southern. That's what we do. And on top of that, bro, that's like, you know, hey, I don't want no smoke. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's what we do. Hey, how you doing? I'm like, damn, niggas don't say, hey, how you doing no more? No wonder y'all out here shooting babies. They shoot babies. Because y'all don't say, hey, how you doing, bro? This shit crazy. We had in Jacksonville, in 32 days, we had 35 killings. In 32 days, we had 35 killings. It's because y'all niggas, y'all niggas not friendly. It's because you niggas, you niggas rather listen to a song where a nigga is making a video pouring out liquor on somebody's grave than, hey man, how you doing? Can't complain. Keep it moving. Remember, depending on where the spot you was at, if a fight broke out, niggas be like, hey bro, what you tripping for? Right. Where where are we at? Nigga, this is Jim's place, nigga. Yeah, we don't fight here. Right. For everybody that don't understand, Jim's place is like an older, like it used to be a 25 and up upscale kind of spot in Jacksonville. So if you get in when you was younger, niggas used to have to, and Q will bat me on this, niggas used to have to act like they had some goddamn sense in them. Because mm-hmm. you can't be in here fighting. It's grown folk shit. We on some grown folk shit. It's like yeah. a like old a ass niggas got guns too. Yeah, another right. spot in Jacksonville is a Rombus. Nigga, I ain't going to the Rombus fighting. What you doing? <laughs> what you doing? Nigga, it's a cigar lounge. Why you fighting? Listen to this jazz music. Holla at this old bitch and shut up. Like, niggas, niggas need to grow up, man. But yeah, man, all that being said is to say, I, I, I'm done with going out. <laughs> All right, let me go on and introduce this show. No Static Podcast, episode 193. I am Dennis, your host. Coop is here. Here. Jax is here. Here. 
And LQ is here. Yes, sir. All right, so where do we want to start? Do we want to start with um with the Stan Lee MCU deal? Because we kind of we kind of ended yeah, we, on like yeah, the we, um we ended the last pod talking about it, but we never actually got into it. We said we was gonna wait, so I mean, I figured, why not? I mean, let's be honest with you, bro. This whole this section will be a whole talk about how basically they Tupac and Stan Lee. It is Tupac and Stan Lee, hologram Stan Lee. Like that's pretty much what he said. But we basically said, "Hey, y'all, Stanley going, but just like Tupac, we still he still got brand new albums coming out." <laughs> well, my question for y'all is this: Is it necessary? Do y'all feel like it's necessary to use Stanley likeness in every movie? I know he's been in every movie, but is that Can necessary? I, be with you, bro? I think it's. I think it's more so. I think it's more so homage than. The necessity, bro, and I, I, that's all it is. I think it's it's a way you because to some degree, well, not to some degree, we're taking his intellectual, you know, property, and we're going to continue to use it and make films and media out of it for years to come. And I guess it's just their way of like kind of making sure, like, hey, man, don't ever forget, like, you know, where this shit came from. And I, I really do appreciate it because if they want to do that, give his family, turn. give his family one percent of the profits for the rest of their yeah, life. Yeah, but I'm a, but I'm a also, <laughs> I'm a also say this. And is to me. It, Is it necessary? Not really. Not yeah, really. That's, that's kind of it's I'm not at. like it's not like we going to lose, you know, store, you know, important plot line material if the image of Stanley isn't in this shit. I just, you know, I, I but I but I do get it, bro. I I look at it the same way, like, you know, it's been what two years, and you know, you still seeing like Kobe stuff pop up, and that's and I'm not knocking it because Kobe, my Kobe, my man. But I, I I get it. We we always playing. We're forever paying homage to someone that we just really appreciate in this genre that we that we enjoy so much. Right, and like that's the thing too. Because all because when I think about the cameo, I'm like that's really all it is. It's just a cameo, and to kind of provide context to what we're talking about. So, um, the. So there was a 20 year deal with Marvel to license the name and likeness of Stan Lee to bring his um his MCU cameos back for the next 20 years using CGI and old footage. So like feature films, TV productions, Disney theme parks and merch. But I mean, honestly, like I think after a while, I think it became less necessary i mean i see what they want to do don't get right. me wrong like I, I see like and i think this is going to go into another topic which we'll get into after this what we'll be talking about um with things that happen post- posthumously i'm pretty sure i missed posthumously i yeah. got you posthumously yeah but yeah i mean it's it's whatever i mean i'm not like oh my god stan lee hologram cgi stan lee is showing up yeah, my thing is, I just feel like I don't. I get it. The pay homage thing. I just, I'm cynical. I don't think that anybody, like, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't think anybody's truly trying to pay homage to any damn body. I think they figure they're not gonna do some shit unless they're actually making money off the shit. That's how I feel. 
So I think it's part of that money making thing, which means which goes into my whole is it necessary? Because I don't think it is. And if they want to pay homage, give his family one percent of the profit for Marvel, because that'll keep them straight for life. Because let me ask y'all a question: Who got the, the the more raw deal in life? The nigga who sold YouTube to at the time Viacom, you know, it's owned by Google now, for like two hundred million dollars, or <laughs> or Stan Lee, who literally just got Marvel just taken away from him for a ham sandwich. Mm. This is the way I look at it. This is the way I look at it. It helps. It helps Stan Lee get family, get even piece of what should be his, or or what rightfully what should be theirs or his estate. Then, you know, go for it. But my thing is, we're not doing the same thing for Jack Kirby. Facts. Facts. And Kirby, Kirby made bigger characters, to be real with you. Stan Lee made iconic characters. Don't get me wrong, Fantastic Four, um, you know, X-Men, uh, Spider-Man, I mean, like, Hulk, Thor. Those are huge. But Jack Kirby, the stuff that we did, Thanos, Dark side, like I mean, I, I guess the, the real thing is like the Stan Lee cameo in the movie was like it was kind of like that stamp. Oh, this is a Marvel movie, right? Stan Lee. But y'all gotta think about it. Like, once the Marvel movies got on and popping, Stan Lee was like in his 70s, like he was going to die eventually. Yeah, yeah. And not to mention, it's just already like it's not going. It's not going to really do the MCU movies any favor. Right? They're going to be. I mean, put it like this: this. Fantastic Four and X Men have finally are finally joining the MCU. For we're three out of the four of us are real deal comic book fans. What Stanley means to us as being lovers of comic books, especially when you're talking about the X-Men, for us being black comic book readers, there is nothing, and I mean nothing, that, can, can, that, that can't be said about what he did to, in his own way to speak on equality, racial injustice. Like, this is a very forward-thinking, progressive guy who built this massive empire while creating characters and spoke on so many different subjects, whether you're talking about Iron Man and his alcoholism, where you're talking about Ant-Man and being a, a woman beater, well, you know, like the list goes on and on and on and on about the subjects that he would, that he would get into. Like, I know we like to credit that to the Frank Millers. Uh, Jesus Christ, I can't, the guy that, uh, the guy that did Spawn, the guy that uh, the Farland. Uh, thank you, Jesus Christ. But you know, I like I know we like to credit those to those people. You know, the Chris Claremonts of the world. But you're talking about in the '60s when it was not popular. Like he puts this black woman hailing from Africa, and her and she's basically one of the most powerful people on the planet because she literally controls the fucking wealth. That's not a popular idea. Right. Yeah, no, that's yeah, so I'm with I'm with y'all. Um 
while we are on the subject of things happen happening posthumously, um, we got a new we got a new notorious B.I.G. song. Man, what? I'm good. <laughs> Man, what? I'm good, bro. Don't eat like, like honestly, bro. I'm gonna be honest with you. Normally, normally we like to park at subjects, my nigga, but let's just go ahead and make this roll and stop, bro. I'm good and I'm gonna go ahead and speak for everybody. Did they just release and say these niggas is good too? No, it was definitely like and that's that's my problem with a lot of stuff that gets released posthumously. Like this Stan Lee thing is is one thing, but when musicians do it, it's when it's not. Because it's because I'm like, I haven't heard the song yet. I saw the name, I said. Oh, they just grabbed a verse and gave him the writing credit. But from the way Dennis sounds, this is his song with new Man, Nick what? And yeah, it's uh, him and Todd Dollar Sign. And right. Nope. And, and this is what you got to think about. Over the past weekend, it was Big's 50th birthday. So over the past weekend, Big would have turned 50 had he lived to see 50. Okay? And you honor that man during his golden during his golden age by putting out a brand new song now unless this is a verse that's never been heard one why let me why? let me let me go that, ahead that, that's and... like that's like prince at least prince flat out told y'all hey i got all this shit in the in a vault i want i'm not going to live long enough to release it myself y'all do with it what y'all will at least there's document document of prince saying Right, you know, or like Pop. Pop was like, you know, banging out three, four verses, three, four songs a day, and he was like, "Hey, the beat ain't right. I ain't got who I want on it. Whenever we can get to that point, put then put the song out. That's documented. I don't think Big was ever planning to die at twenty five. Right. <laughs> let me let me break the unfortunate news. It was the verse from I Love to Do. See. Uh- yeah, uh-huh. it was the it was the verse from my love to do. I'm actually Mac numbers while Jigga back something. But isn't that already a song? Yeah, that's what make it so bad, Bruh. Yeah, all right. I was gonna say this too. I and I'm not gonna spend too much time on it. I'm gonna tell y'all why I have why like I don't like that kind of shit. At least in music, bro. It's like Wayne said. It's one thing if it's like something never before her, you know, his family got together and say, you know, we, you know, we just want the world to have this as, you know, you know, this, you know, piece of him, you know, years later that, you know, y'all can continue to hold on to. But that's not what we're getting, bro. We're going to get, we're going to get something that's already been done, blended with somebody that, let's be honest with you, my nigga, at 50 years old, you think big calling up, hey, 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 Todd Dallas, I knew if you were the song would be. No, he's not, bro. It wouldn't have happened. And so I'm just good on that, bro. Plus, I'm going to be honest with you. You're in a day and age where people can't really appreciate me. And I'm sorry, bro, but they can't. Like, bro, you talking about, <laughs> you talking about one kind of time I need, hands down, the best nigga rapping. <laughs> Straight up. I don't, I understand there's pop fans out there. So what? I don't care how y'all feel. Y'all still got new music y'all never heard from from that nigga that y'all can listen to. Big, bro, my nigga, big, <laughs> my nigga, big, empty the ball. <laughs> you can tell by this song. If it's it's the it's the verse from I love the dough, my nigga, which means y'all took a verse from an album that came out after he died. 
and then said, all right, well, let's do it. Because y'all y'all got to understand, my nigga, Big technically did three albums worth of work, my nigga, and, re and realistically two, because the two of those albums wound up being the double disc for Life After Death. Right. That's crazy, man. It is. I, I just, don't get just... me wrong, bro. His estate can do whatever the fuck they want to. Because if I'm correct, and, and a lot of people, y'all can say what y'all want about Puff, Puff made sure that Mrs. Wallace had control of Big's estate once he passed away. Say whatever you want to say about Puff. Puff was adamant about that. And I if I'm correct, she also has his masters. So she has the ability. It's like, it's like being the Marvin Gaye state. You got to go call somebody. They got to hear it and they got to be cool with it. Now, I agree with Tone. I'm not. Well, I might actually have to disagree with you because the one thing that everybody says about Big, Big loved him some R&B. That was an R&B ass nigga. He was like, if I look good and can sing, I would, be, I would do R&B instead of rap. So, I, I don't know. Here's what I want to ask. Um, how important are numbers in music? And then I'm going to tell y'all, and I'm going to tell y'all why this is on here. Numbers do not fucking matter anymore. Because here's the thing about it. One, you niggas do not sell albums anymore. So, numbers stop caring. Listen, numbers. So y'all remember when Cardi came out with uh, her album? The only album that we've ever gotten? Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. The only one she Bodak, Bodak Yellow was on that album a year after Bodak Yellow was released. <laughs> that single made it so she can be platinum. Now, don't get me wrong. Years later, she would end up going platinum anyway. But the fact of the matter is, is that because that song was on that album, it counted, it counted with her streams, which means the which means the numbers were inflated. Numbers do not matter, and I want people to stop acting like they do. Is your album good or not? Right. Let me tell you a problem I have with streaming, and this is completely off, off topic, but I promise you we're going we're gonna to speed it along. Kevin Gates has got the gear to drop an album, right? A new album. You know what song he added at the end of that album? The shit from TikTok. Thinking With My Dick. Yeah. Like, yep. a song from 2013 is on a new album. Yeah. Yeah. You Might know why? Because well he, he want the streams. He want the streams. He want the streams. Now I'm mad. Now I'm angry. Now I'm angry. This is why I'm using it. Let me tell y'all something. Talking to the girls in the car, right? I'm, I'm, I'm riding. We headed to the game. And one of the girls say, uh, Coach, what you listening to? I said, this song is called Lazy Eye by the Silver Sun Pickups. That's an older song or whatever, but nevertheless, it's a pretty damn good song, right? And so I say, you know, they was like, oh, well, what the hell? What the dude? So one of the girls say, well, you know, you know, coach is culture making a joke, right? Making a joke. And I said to them, you know why I listen to so many different genres and types of music? Because nobody gives a fuck about making music no more in hip hop. There's only a few artists, maybe a Kendrick, you know what I'm saying? Or somebody like that, that make music and be like, I want this album to slap. 
This nigga, Kevin Gates, I just lost all respect for him. Because nigga, don't put another song back on the album. Because you trying to get those extra little cents and dollars from the TikTok shit. Nigga, I don't care about that shit. Be an artist. Make music. And that's what the problem is. Because you let me tell you, let me tell you what Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters ain't doing, my boys. Let me tell you what they not doing. He's not putting rope from Wasting Light in 2011 on the new album that come out that honors Taylor Twelman or whatever for. Or yeah, the best. He not, right, he's not doing or 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 all the cows or 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 Ray Gun. He's not putting that shit. Huh? <laughs> what are we talking about? Let me tell you what, Weezer, by the way, Weezer last album, phenomenal album. You know what they didn't put on it? Hash pipe. Or say it ain't so. Yeah, this is that's, most, that's dumb. I'm about to say our most interesting man in the world or some shit. <laughs> yeah, that shit yeah. dumb. Green Day don't make Green Day ain't putting songs from Dookie on their new album. Right. Prince, Prince not Prince. If Prince was still alive, he not putting Little Red Corvette on his new album. When Prince was doing shows when he was alive, you'll be lucky if he played Little Red Corvette. Well, you'd be lucky if he did Purple Rain. Right. Right. You'd be lucky if that nigga did anything you asked for. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, Damn. it's 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 the dumbest thing known to man. Like, I, it just made me want. Is it? I got to a point where I was like, "Damn, this is like the ultimate like cheat code right here." But that, that, but like that was like real egregious. Like it was one thing when Drake put Hotline Bling on views, but this was this was egregious to the tenth. Yeah, like this, like this. And, and I'm gonna tell you why I'm not mad at Kevin Gates. One. Kevin Gates is, is a conscious rapper. I actually enjoy Kevin Gates' music because the nigga talk, when he talks, I believe that shit is coming from that nigga's soul. Okay? That's the first thing. The second thing is in 2013, Kevin Gates was still a, a lesser known underground hip hop artist. He would not blow until what? Two years later? Or, or at least get on the national circuit? Like one two to two years, years yeah. <laughs> So while you yourself, Dennis, may know may know that song, I might may know that song, there are plenty of people who have no idea what that song is. Now, if that song for and to top it off, for whatever reason, and I'm we're gonna blame TikTok for this, TikTok has made that song popular now than it was when he released it, even though it was a pretty damn good song when it first came out. We're talking about almost a decade ago when that song was Kevin singing. Gates. Cue not to cut you off, but Kevin Gates don't even rap like that no more. It's you just said you like Kevin Gates because he's a conscious rapper, and I agree with that and all that. Kevin Gates don't even rap like that no more. And I, by the way, and I and I agree with you. But here's what he's doing. Because a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, on this show, I reported that hey, TikTok signed a deal with United uh, with United Masters Distribution which basically is a, is a little independent known label that helps people get views. I said, this is an interesting, this is an interesting play for TikTok because now it puts them in the realm of if you're an independent or indie artist, you can get paid from the amount of views or cuts your song does on TikTok, okay? TikTok will then do multiple deals with, with recording artists. Now, again, thank you with my big is a damn near 10-year decade old song that somehow if you've been on TikTok recently 
And the only reason I know it is because I have a 13-year-old and an 11-year-old who both use TikTok. <laughs> and I said, yo, what are y'all doing playing that song? It's like, oh, I don't know. It's on TikTok. And I'm like, okay, I know that song. How do y'all know? TikTok. So TikTok made, brought this, this song out of the ashes. And he said, well, fuck it. Since they like it on TikTok, I might as well get paid for it and put it on my album. All that's going to do is give Kevin Gates a platinum album. The rest of the song, the rest of the album has to be good. I don't know, man. I'm just I, 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 I'm over my TikTok shit. Maybe it's not Gates. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say this, my nigga. TikTok shit. I'm going to tell y'all this right now, my nigga. <laughs> y'all, guess what, my nigga? I ain't even finna hate on it. Wait till two years. I'm going to let two years pass, my nigga. Come out with my album, my nigga. And I'm letting you know now, Dennis, I'm putting TBT on there. Uh, facts. facts. It might be TBT. Straight up, nigga. <laughs> That's my dad. Soon, soon as I got and matter of fact, my nigga, I ain't my nigga. Guess what? I'm not even going like like like, like rip the shit and like throw my verse on it, my nigga. I'm playing the original version of the song with just you on it, doing the hook, the TBT. whole shit, my nigga. And I'm coming out with that shit as my single. It's like TBT. <laughs> That's not, a, hey. that's not a streams. That's how they're gonna pick up the streams, right? Then it's like exactly, nigga, we, and we and we gonna be rich. <laughs> so All that's right, my let me thing. let me let me jump in real quick because I was going somewhere with the with the do numbers matter thing, and I really just I literally just hit, remember why I was doing it. So, are we talking about Kendra's first uh, first week sales? Yes. The final numbers is two hundred and eighty six k first week. That's good. Why is this significant? Because of the people who, um, well, for one, it was always this battle. It was always this battle between, like, between Drake and Kendrick, essentially, and it was always this back and forth. But the thing, the thing about it though, that's surprising, is the fact that that was the number that it was. And people were pointing out that when Cole dropped off season, it sold. 2,000 more the first week. Okay. Which essentially changes the dynamic because everybody had automatically, like, or Cole himself came out and was like, oh, they handed me third, I'm in bronze. So, does that change things in a sense to y'all? Or is it all just, you know, numbers don't matter, it's all semantics? Can I answer a question with a question and then y'all flow off of it like this? Let me ask you something. I just watched a documentary on YouTube the other day about stream farms. I don't know if y'all niggas seen it. It was a huge like deal, like where they were showing like there's literally companies paying niggas and they ain't even in China and shit no more. It's niggas in New York City that's like underneath like uh, a basement with like 80 fucking phones and they just constantly light shit. Or constantly streaming songs and shit. It's called stream farming or whatever. Mm. So, and I I know for a fact that record labels was doing. It was a nigga from Rockefeller, not Rockefeller, but uh, Def Jam on there. It was a nigga from uh, uh, Interscope on there. Nigga, it was niggas on there. So my thing is this: if they're if the if the streaming numbers aren't real, and album sales aren't actually hard albums no more, because most album sale numbers are based off of I bought this album on Apple music right and i bought the album so i can listen to it whenever i want or whatever hmm. do we trust these numbers at all i mean i'm gonna, my nigga, I, I'm gonna and this is just my opinion for the most part i agree with y'all that the numbers don't matter but i'm gonna tell you what the numbers 
do as far as the overall atmosphere that is the ga- the quote unquote game of it. Good numbers now just give you a little bit of clout. They give you a li- a very small bit of clout, but by being able to say people listen to your shit as opposed to somebody who doesn't. Okay, let me ask you know, y'all a question. It, Dennis, you might know the answer to this, not to cut you off, but I really got to know this because Coop just made me think of something. Mm. I pay for Spotify, right? Right. So Spotify is, um, I think it's up to like 13 bucks a month or something now, whatever <laughs> the fuck it is. It's, but 10, I pay, still, it's still 10. Okay, yeah. good. So I pay $10 for Spotify a month. What that comes with is if I want to go listen to Kendrick album right now, I can go listen to Kendrick album. Right. Now, at no point in time do I have to buy that album. I just go to the album and play the album. Or if I want to listen to some of it, not all of it, whatever. I have freedom access. Anybody that has their music, whether it be from a record label or Dennis himself on Spotify, I have free access with my premium to listen to their music when and wherever I want. How do they count that towards the album sale? Because I did not purchase this nigga album. However, I did listen to it. So do they count a stream as a, a sale? They count. Well, it's a, it's a certain amount of streams that they count into. Right. Yeah, I think it's like yeah, think- 1,500. And you got to yes. stream at least like 30 seconds of the song in order for it to count. So the shit, the shit's stupid. It don't even make sense. Or am I tripping? Do y'all not feel like because of that it's done? <laughs> But see, but see, that's why that's why there's an argument or a conversation being said that what does the stream actually work? So I mean, you just about, told me, you just told me that nigga streams are basically like pieces of Exodia, my nigga. You basically need like all <laughs> six or seven fucking pieces just to fucking. <laughs> okay, so like, play, so play like this. Play like this. Play like this. Okay, so let's break it down to us. We do a podcast. <laughs> um, if they count how many streams your podcast is worth, now we Somebody have to get that baby. Yeah. Now, now we have to sit here and ask you and ask you, well, how long do they have to listen to podcasts? Now we average anywhere from sixty to ninety-five minutes per week. Okay, so right. when we people, so, so when somebody asks you, well, what is the stream worth? I'm asking you, well, what is retainership? Because for everybody that listens to this show from start to finish, do you know how hard it is to get somebody to sit through an episode, especially an episode of No Stack? It's and almost I, and, I imagine, and I imagine that it's even harder for bro listening. Oh, yeah. You ain't making it through that. So, so for somebody to sit through that and give you their time, because essentially what we're, we're, we're valuing time, Right. That, that's what we're talking about. So when you say, hey, 1,500 uh, 1500 streams equals one sale, you got to think about the amount of streams that you're talking about to even get to 286,000. Right. right. And now, it, it, the numbers now, just don't make sense. Now, going back to what I told y'all when, uh, when Drake dropped CL Bullshit. Wow. I, the first thing I said Nigga was love all he's we wow just hit that nigga Drake with the wild straight for no nigga love go, ahead. go ahead nigga but yeah when when I told you that I said yo all he did was fulfill the algorithm like you put Travis Scott on there future on there 
you know, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And all you did was, oh, all my really popular friends who make popular music, I'm going to put y'all on my popular album. So when they say, hey, uh, Drake's uh, first week album sells with 613K, yeah, I would hope so if every nigga that dominates the streaming world is on your album. And just Drake fans. that, that too, yeah. But I, but I promise you, Drake's friend, Drake's fan made up maybe four hundred k of that, and then the other niggas made up the, the remaining two hundred thirteen to give Drake six hundred thirteen k album sales for a subpar album. Yeah, like it's a very like streaming is a very like it, it's so many factors into it, and the fact of like how many songs you put on the album as well, like that's another thing that really just runs that up. Like, it's some people that still have that special skill of not having to have that many songs. Like, shoot, for example, Cole only had 12 songs on his album and did well. Like, just the fact of how many songs, like, Pusha T had 12 and went number one. I mean, granted, he sold, like, 50-something K first week, but it's just, like, who's, it's a matter of who's listening. I don't think album sales should matter, bro. bro it's like, okay, album sales was a big deal thing because we we literally had no such thing as streaming. Streaming wasn't a thing for years, bro. Like yeah, people had to buy albums. You had to buy albums. The moment that niggas was allowed to stream album sales and what your album sales are and shit like that, in my opinion, goes out the window because now you just changed the game. The game is different. Because streams, it's not necessarily like copies anymore. It's because they used to say like so and so sold X amount of copies. Now so and so has sold X amount of units. And majority of the time, like for example, like with CLB, I think out of those six hundred and thirteen, that six hundred and thirteen K, I think like a good maybe thirty to forty thousand of that came from people actually going to the album and pressing purchase. Well, right, not see, necessarily streaming it. It could be more well, than that. I'm not sure. Well, but, see, that, no. dude, but this is what we keep saying. Hey, what? Because you're essentially asking, what is my data? That's what that's what, that's what we're all Shout out asking. Andrew Yang. Shout out what, Andrew Yang. What, what is your data <laughs> worth? Okay. Now, I to piggyback on Jax, I agree with Andrew Yang. If you sat here and said, hey, yo, I don't give you the express you know, permission to track what I'm listening to. Right. (laughs) Right. Now we're having a whole different conversation. You know what I'm saying? On top of that, all four of us are gamers. We're still trying to figure out why are we paying $60 for something that we didn't go to the store to buy? Yeah, when you don't have any overhead. You don't have any overhead. It don't make no sense. so, 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 So again, when you're talking about a Kendrick Lamar album, Kendrick Lamar does not hit all the algorithms. He doesn't. They, they, think of his think of his features on his album. Kodak Black, Baby King, uh, Tiana something, and it's like one more person. Those the the most popular person on his on his fucking album is Kodak Black by default. And that's because Kodak, that's because Kendrick's putting niggas on his album that he want to work with. He's an artist. Right. He don't give right. a fuck about no streams. So he not he not finna make a song with future, especially after that. He's not gonna do that again. 
He's he's never gonna make a song with Lil Durk. He's never gonna make a song with fucking uh uh fucking whoever is popular unless they really dope like that. The only nigga, only other nigga who's in that realm that Kendrick maybe would have worked with was Cole. Oh Wayne, you had the bars you have been running from my plight with albums, my nigga. Now watch Kendrick come out with, with some shit with all the niggas on it just to spite you. Just like this nigga Playboy Cardi and all these other niggas did me. And the bar this- is just so different from back then because, shoot, damn came out at a time where people where people had they started making a five-year plan and dropped another album while people are more than Listening. likely living their five-year plan. Yeah. So, like, the bar, like, damn did, damn did 603K first week. Streaming was right. still around. So, so, but the the but here's here's where we're going to figure out if it's the number actually matters or not, because we're due for those second week numbers, right? Either tomorrow or Tuesday. So, when those second week numbers come out, if they mirror the first week, or they mirror, <coughs> or they mirror, you know. Even if they like off by like thirty or forty thousand, but mm. if he stays in two hundred k second week, now there's a different story, because again, when Drake gave us CL bullshit, fucking it went from six hundred and thirteen dropped to a hundred and something. That's an over ninety percent de- decline. Right. So that means we all heard that bullshit that first we could say, all right, we cool. Well, let me say this, man, before we get out of this bit. Let me say this, man. Um, look at it like this, okay? Back in the day when... When we was young and we were stuck in? Yeah, right. And, and, and cable, I'm going television here. Cable did not exist, right? And it was only network television. A show like Leave it the Beaver has some of the highest ratings in the history of TV. Now think about what I'm telling you now. A show like Leave It the Beaver has some of the highest rated. Andy Griffin is one of the highest rated shows of all time. Leave okay, It the I Beaver. Wonder, I'm going to explain it is. Leave It the Beaver was a terrible show. Andy Griffin was actually funny. Okay, either way, funny, good or not, those shows have a, a very high rating. Then you but, take but, a show... But now you're arguing... Now you're arguing um, availability and you know hey could i be doing something else right so here's my thing it's the options that you have and what i mean by that how you consume your media like for example the boys how do we know if the boys are a high-rated tv show or not because they're not you're no longer limited to watching any tv show when it comes on when Leave It the Beaver and Andy Griffin came on, if you don't tune in at eight o'clock on Friday night, you ain't watching that shit, right? Or whatever, right? But now, if I want to watch the boys, they could say seventy-eight million people watched the boys last year. Yeah, they could say that. But how many times did I watch the boys? I know for a fact I watched every episode three times. Plus, my daughter watched it, and my sister watched it in this bitch. So even though it's a stream coming from one house, it all counts as. Uh, 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 a view for them, right? Okay, well, so they, yeah. okay, you're you're arguing in individual views versus the actual streams. So when yeah. they say seven, it, it, it's like having y'all ever had Nielsen box come to your house, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so the Nielsen box actually monitor what you watch, when you watch, and sent that data, <coughs> sent that data with your consent, <coughs> excuse me, with your consent to whoever needed to monitor. Okay, so when they say, hey, 78 million people watch this, now you have to ask yourself, did 78 million ind individual people watch this? Because we're not talking about just being uh, beholden to, to TV that's in the U.S. The world is global now. Content is global. Entertainment is global. And let's, let's face it, our number one export as, as a country is entertainment. That's our export. So if you're saying 78 million people, okay, how many of those were U.S. citizens? How many people in the U.K. watched that? How many see, that's my point with the, with the music thing. Like, okay, like, bro, like, how many of those streams, you said, let's just go by the number 1,500. How many of those is a nigga listening four times? How many of those, like, you ain't buy that. If you buy, back in the day, you buy an album, the hard copy, you buy that shit one time and you listen to it as many times as you want. So now, if I want to go listen to Kendrick and I'm at work, I'm going to listen to him at work. Then I'm going to come back and stream the shit again when I get to the house because I'm feeling the shit. But to Kendrick, it all adds into his members of one play. But it's just me listening to the same shit over and over again. All right. So the so shit is bullshit. I, so I did the math. I did the math. In order for, for Kendrick to have 286,000 first week members, that means that album or songs from that album had to be streamed 429 million times. And now, 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 I'm not saying your math is off. I'm saying, think about this, y'all. Think about this now. If a nigga dropped the album back in the day, do y'all remember the 50 Cent Kanye West beef album thing or whatever? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If a nigga dropped the album, if Kanye Fuck West and 50 Kanye. was was doing that shit, and Kanye dropped the album, and the album sold 400 million fucking copies in the first week, niggas would lose their mind. We would still be talking about that right now. There's yeah, no way. Be like, there's not even 400 million people on the US. People to listen to that shit. Exactly. The United States of America has 338 million people in it. And so, most, most of them don't even, most of them ain't even listening to hip hop. Some of them are babies. And this nigga, this nigga they're, they're telling us that this nigga had more plays individually Whoa. than Whoa. people in America. That's crazy. Hey, bro, I'm going to let you know now you baby shaming with that one. Man, fuck them babies. Listen, that's crazy. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. I just want to point out, that's crazy. Bro, listen, so the, I got, it listen don't make sense. I'm going to say this about it, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about it, because clearly what we what we trying to il illustrate <laughs> is the unnecessary inflation of numbers based on things that should not really count. Once upon a time, you saw, <laughs> if I have this thing and everybody buys it, however many people bought it, that's how many people, how many I sold. We live in this, we, bro, we, as we've said so many times, bro, we live in this day and age when nothing's real, units ain't real. Nah, nigga, nigga, let me tell y'all something, bro. I lie to y'all not, bro. Dennis, next project, a million sold first week. First week. First oh, week, bro. And you want to know why? Let me tell you why it's going first week, my nigga. Because I'm going to get 20 fucking dope fiends to steal 600 fucking tablets and phones a piece. 
and stream that shit, my nigga. That shit. Listen, bro, Dennis, your first week numbers on your next project will kill CLB. <laughs> Just, I just want to point out just just because we won't let this nigga drink get off the ground. <laughs> I just want to point out, Dennis, that you can get you can get a million streams for like hundred and fifty bucks from a streaming farm. My nigga, my Think nigga. Think about that shit, bro. My nigga. What, it's it's insane happening. how that like how that whole thing works. Bro, listen, listen, fu- listen, Jax. listen, Jack, listen, Jax, you already listen, bro. I know streaming farms is the new way of my nigga, but you already in the past, my nigga. Come over here with Coop, my nigga, where I got a streaming plantation, my nigga. Okay. The streaming plantation, my nigga. I guarantee you, my nigga, if you do business at the streaming plantation, my nigga, you going diamond in the first 76 seconds. <laughs> I'm with it when it's like um, what nigga? Oh what? Oh th- you know, y'all wanna bring th- y'all wanna pull thriller out your ass, my nigga? Wait till y'all see, wait till y'all meet Dennis Hobbs, the real, the real new king of pop. <laughs> and I, and I'm getting Dennis put in genres that he clearly ain't even in, my nigga. My nigga. Oh, you mean t- like Doja Cat? Oh no, my nigga. Oh no, my nigga. I'm a smash the game, my nigga. Doja Cat ain't gonna have shit on Dennis, my nigga. I'm getting Dennis in his own category, which is independent electro dance folklore. I'm with it. I'm rolling. (laughs) Hey, my nigga. How you want me to tell you how we gonna secure the streams too, my nigga? Guess what? Dennis, all your features is just gonna be girls from OnlyFans. We put no other actual musically talented artists, talented artists on the album, my nigga. You gonna get you and we gonna and we gonna put the album on OnlyFans. Okay, so we want the OnlyFans streams, we want them OnlyFans subscriptions, and we want the streaming numbers from the platforms. Right, why you bullshit? Miss B, Miss B Nasty from OnlyFans, she probably get that nigga two hundred k by herself. Facts. Wait till wait till your first seven songs is just you and either Panda Bear or Robin Banks. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> um, Monkeypox hit the streets. <laughs> okay, okay. I got a question. I got a question. I got a question. Real quick, real quick. Jax, did you know Monkeypox was real? Yes, I do. Cool. Did you know Monkeypox was real? <laughs> Unfortunately, oh, yeah, I did. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Dennis, did you know Monkeypox was real? Yes. Okay, cool. When when the thing came out about Monkeypox, I literally had niggas who worked with me thought that was some fake-ass shit. And I was like, y'all need to go back to school. This is real. Monkeypox is not to be fucked with, man. Yeah, and they was, looking at, they was looking at me like I was weird. And I'm like, no, my nigga, monkeypox is a real thing, bro. <laughs> I'm like, white people, it's not washing their hands again. My nigga. <laughs> again. Again. <laughs> like, 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 think about what we just said, bro. They're not washing their hands again. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, Why bro, the like, fuck every time they get fed up, do they just stop washing their hands? So I don't know, bro, because it's, it's like, bro, I had heard of monkeypox years ago because of hand, foot, and mouth disease. Right. And I was looking into something about hand, foot, and mouth disease. I don't know if y'all remember when we had a hand, foot, and mouth disease outbreak in Florida. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Because my daughter was in school at the time and everybody is real common to get that shit in elementary school. Right. Everybody in Jacksonville was getting hoofed, which I call hand, foot, and mouth. (laughs) So I was like, oh, I don't want my daughter to get hoofed. So let me look it up. And that's when I seen monkeypox. And I was like, oh, this is just some nasty ass niggas. We never going to get this because we're not nasty ass niggas. Here we are. 
crazy. Like um, that shit is weird as fuck. When I saw an outbreak of monkeypox, I was like, "Yo, you know all you gotta do is wash your hands, right?" That's a that, that that's a thing for a lot of these like diseases they've been dropping. Like, just I ain't trying to hear that. I ain't trying to hear that shit. I'm a real nigga. I got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of them. Oh man. Um. And, it's, and it's, I guess and guess what, my nigga. Me and COVID. Guess what. 375,000 units, my nigga, first week. Mm. I'm just gonna make a band and call it Hoof. And then when niggas ask what it mean, I'm gonna say hand for the mouth disease. It's gonna be wrong. Okay, my nigga, watch this one, nigga. Wait till me and COVID new album come out called Gap. <laughs> <laughs> Is Fredro Star evil for real? I mean, I'm gonna say this, my nigga. I, I don't know if I can call you that when you always gonna be cute from Alicia. Uh, nigga, I don't know if I could call you that, my nigga. When you always gonna be the nigga from Dance Three Sixty, nigga, tag your man. Yo, you know what? You know what? His claim to fame with me is, and it's just me personally. I just feel like he's one of those people that, like, Meatloaf just died for real. But for years and years and years, niggas thought Meatloaf was dead, and he wasn't. Like, that's how, how I think that nigga kept being on a new TV show every other year. Bro, but everybody else be like, Meatloaf was dead. Or like when niggas used to be like, Melton Mandela died this, and then he never died in jail. Like, that's like with this nigga, he's like, uh, 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 like the, oh, the nigga from Onyx that was on Moesha, ain't that nigga dead? I don't know why I always think that. Bruh, remember that time he was on, remember that time he was on the Breakfast Club and he got upset with Charlemagne for some shit he said? <laughs> remember that? Okay. Guess what? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, money. Like, I, look, money. I understand. You know, legendary rap. I get it. I, you know, all, all you know, all respect due to the nigga. But I'm sorry, my nigga. You're not going to convince me. That's one of them niggas. <laughs> Bruh, that nigga is basically an alligator or a crocodile. Alligators and crocodiles have existed unchanged in a while for almost millions of years, my nigga. And so has that nigga. You know what's uncomfortable about that nigga? I don't like niggas who play, like, who's in their, like, almost 30s and they play teenagers. That bothers me. Stacey Dash. This bruh, nigga. That's because that, bruh, but you got to understand, bruh, that's because that nigga, Fredro Star, was born at age 37. Uh, are you trying to tell us that this nigga, Fredro Star, got Benjamin Button disease? Oh, I'm man. Bruh, that nigga, that nigga, that nigga, Fredro Star, was born with Benjamin Button's disease and then eventually lost it because his publishing ran out and it was tied to a contraction. Slam! <laughs> Go ahead, my nigga. Tell, tell, tell me. Watch this, my nigga. Outs, outside of outside of that outside of that song, my nigga. Tell me the tell me the other Onyx song that you go. Oh yeah, my nigga. And I keep this shit in rotation. No, that's the only one. Man, oh no! Exactly. By the way, by the that's way, Onyx is dope though. Onyx is a great old school hip hop group. I mean, you, know, you know what the crazy part about it is? Is that they're like the pioneers of hardcore hip hop, and nobody does hardcore no, hip hop, right? Facts. Them niggas is not okay. We are not going to do that. Them niggas is not no pioneers of no fucking hardcore hip hop. Literally, yes, literally, the term hardcore hip hop is derived because of artists. That's yeah. an actual fact. He's a hundred percent correct on that, my nigga. Now don't now don't don't get me wrong. MOP just comes in and like 
takes it over. And then, and then, of course, you got Insane Clown Posse, you know, uh, Cypress Hill for a little bit, you know. My nigga. Uh, and all Wu- these niggas owe Wu-Tang a fucking Father's Day card because them niggas pioneered hardcore hip-hop. Wu-Tang they are not hardcore hip-hop. By the way, by the way, last days. That's that's the honest joint. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That Damn, how do we forget about that? That's a good cut, but but that but it's not synonymous with Onyx. Like, yeah, it's an Onyx song, but you're right, oh, it's not synonymous with Onyx. Okay, you know what? You know what? Since we go, since we go in here with these niggas, and I just don't feel these niggas like that. Let's talk about who these niggas really are. Okay, let's talk about the group. Let's talk about Tag Your Man and this nigga Sticky Fingers who got his ass whipped on Celebrity Boxing. Y'all remember that when that white boy went out there and drug him? I mean, I also remember when Sticky Fingers was trying to do Blade on TV, but you know that's neither here nor there. Slam. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. yeah, bro. Guess what, my nigga? Guess what, my nigga? Guess what, my nigga? If you got an album called Back the Fuck Up and they using your your songs as soundtracks for Airbuds, you got guess guess what, my nigga? You didn't pioneer pioneer hardcore hip hop, my nigga, because your shit's on Airbud. They ain't play not one Wu song on Airbud. Nigga, they... go to the next topic, dude. <laughs> um. <laughs> Bring back sample base. The first what I took UFO hearing took place in 50 years. We didn't right. get to talk about that oh. last week. All right, guys. <sighs> one, one. If y'all see me and I'm being followed by two niggas in black suits, I know some shit they're after me. So, so, okay. Remember a couple of years ago, uh, uh, then President Donald Trump announced the creation of Space Force. Shout out Space Force. Space Force. I'm sorry. Which, by the way, is a hilarious show on Netflix if y'all ever get a chance to watch it. It is. It is. I have to do that every time I say Space Force. All right. So what happens is uh, recently there's been a lot of new footage that's been leaked um, of unidentified flying objects, aka UFOs. Okay, so now what happened was the Air Force fucked up accidentally and admitted to the public two years ago, "Yo, we don't know what the fuck this shit is," and people were freaking out. Now niggas like Jax has also said plenty of times that, "Hey." They already know the aliens are either here or coming and are trying to get you niggas desensitized to it by telling y'all some shit that y'all already should know. Shout out to Jax. Where I'm at with it, because I'm looking at the, I'm, the, the Senate hearing is actually on YouTube for those who want to, you know, dive into it and join this uh, uh, rabbit hole with me. My thing is this. I have an iPhone 12 Pro Max. Okay. Why can I get better resolution on my iPhone 12 Pro Max Come through. than a naval aircraft pilot Come through. going at 600 and something odd miles power? Because the footage on that motherfucker is ass. Like oh, literally, they're they're pausing during they're pausing during the Senate hearing. And they're like, here, all you see is this black dot. 
they're like, this is what, and they're like, well, we can't really see anything. They was like, well, at those speeds, you know, da, 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 we're lucky to get this at all. But yeah, but why does this whole footage look like it was fucking filmed as a Canadian TV show? That that part. Now, with that being said, that's not where I'm getting that. So I'm listening to the, uh, I'm listening to to the Senate hearing. Now, mind you, the Senate hearing is the only part they're going to tell you. There was an actual entire classified hearing immediately after. Okay. Now they're like, hey, we have to think about national security, just that third, yada, yada, yada. My thing is this. If you're, if for the first time in 50 years that you're going to admit to some shit and it's on this kind of scale, because we're essentially talking about something that's life altering. For a lot of people in the sense of who they are in the world, their place. And for a lot of people, there are their religious views. Because there's a lot of people who are convinced because of their religious views that they are the only people in the universe. I have no idea how they have those thoughts. <laughs> but I'm under the belief, I'm going to say this publicly, there is something coming or something already here and literally to stop the public from breaking out into mass hysteria they are trying to get you niggas prepared by saying some shit that we've already known forever we got advanced but we cannot but we cannot fuck with that <laughs> we cannot so let me so, so so real shit now real shit so you're telling me that aliens flew all the way from at least my nigga because like it's the closest fucking life sustaining planet to us gotta be at least 15 to 20 light years away which by the way a light, mm-hmm. a light year is 6 trillion miles with a T okay so something that's like 20 to and then they were like, oh, I'm only going to abduct white people. Or if I do abduct black people, they got to be corny. Why the fuck they not abducting Pookie and Ray Ray though? Why is young boy not abducted by aliens? Okay, okay. I can answer that question. What did I tell you I was going to happen if Kodak black bitch? Why Kodak ain't ducked by aliens? He grabbed his mom. You, you think they gonna come down here, my nigga, and let a super gremlin on a on a spaceship? Nah, fuck that super gremlin shit. If you want to study humans, they need to be like, why is this nigga grabbing his mama ass? Let me study him. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. okay. One, one. This is why you're not gonna just be able to grab a nigga from the hood because there's always a nigga outside in the hood, no matter what time it is. It could be three o'clock at night during a fucking pitch black storm. All the lights is off. Lightning will start the hood. The, the fucking electric company ain't coming for another six or seven hours. It's still two niggas outside. That's Bro, what. And they would have to take the whole hood, my nigga. You think aliens going to come? My nigga, realistically, my nigga, think about it. You think aliens going to abduct all of 103, nigga? All of Mon Creek, nigga? <laughs> on, on top of that, on top of that, I believe niggas from the hood have been abducted. But guess what? You tell another nigga from the hood, hey, yo, check this out. I got it. It's, it's, it's like trauma. It's like trauma when, you know, niggas from the hood being molested. Ain't nobody going to believe that shit. Ain't nobody even going to have, like, like, listen, listen, Jax, 
I love you, my nigga. If you told us right now you've had an alien encounter, it's going to take a lot for us to believe you. And we know it's very rare that you lie. Exactly, my nigga. So basically, my nigga, they, they won't start. They, maybe they have already abducted niggas from the hood, my nigga. But guess what? Ain't no me too for aliens. <laughs> I just want to see the nigga that get abducted by Pookie and Ray Ray. Like, I just want the Pookie Ray Ray niggas. By the way, if a niggas want to read about alien abductions and want to, like, really get some interesting shit, Fire in the Sky is a great book. Yeah. It's an amazing book. And then, and then on top of that, bro, like, it's a nigga now. I forget his I forget his last name, but he but if you follow him, god damn, I'm gonna I'm a fucking look look for him. Um, he's a great fucking follow on um, on Twitter. But this nigga has released more classified documents in the last three years from naval and air force pilots who they did not listen to. Basically saying, hey yo, look at this shit. This does not happen. We do not have the the intelligence to explain this in physics this kind of movement or velocity at the same time yeah well physics you're correct because if y'all see the way ufos be darting across the sky the inertia would kill you as a person like you would literally die so that ain't it right so so yeah uh i just want our listeners to like know like hey Listen to it, and it's amazing. You know, salute and rest in power to all those people who lost their lives. Dead ass serious. I thought it was interesting that the day of or the day after the Senate hearing, motherfuckers got shot up. Mm. Putting that out there. Hey. All right. So I think that's I think that's everything we got. Um closing thoughts. Uh, let me go oh, ahead and get this uh let get this out of here, man. <sighs> so, um, I think we briefly spoke about <coughs> Amber Heard and the Johnny Depp thing that was going on. I I can't I can't remember we if we did. Um, I was reading an opinion piece, um, uh, from this writer from the New York Times concerning the the trial between Amber Heard and Johnny Depp, and you know the the conclusion that I came to is because she. Her summation at the end of the piece was the trial and why so many people are willing to believe Johnny over Amber is basically the pent up frustration of the Me Too movement. You're right, because we told y'all that shit would fucking happen. You're absolutely fucking right. There is no secret behind that. Niggas have been waiting for one of you bitches to fuck up so long because we sat there and told you, hey, yo, my nigga. Niggas do not know what the fuck they are doing. But in saying that, I don't want to discredit the actual victims who went through some shit and it changed their lives forever. But for you bitches that's out here lying on motherfuckers because you woke up the next day and realized, oh shit, I didn't mean to fuck this nigga. Hey yo, I need you to go to jail too. And I want y'all to and I want y'all to be mindful. Had this nigga Chris Brown not had some screenshots of text messages of this chick literally begging this nigga to fuck, y'all would have that nigga under the jail right now, too. As always, be patient, be prayerful. Do not have LQ, I'm out. Check this out. Um, 
man, I you know, I was like, oh, what are we doing the final thing? I don't even know. Uh, uh, whatever. Man, you know what, man? I was thinking a day. And I was thinking day before and a day before and a day before and a day before and a day before. Y'all might know the gift. Man, this shit is too damn high. Gas too high. Food too high. Everything's too expensive. Everything's too expensive. And if you are right now able to afford gas, go to work, pay your rent, whatever you may be, whatever. I was lucky enough and good enough on good standards for um, I just paid my whole utility bill today, like the whole bills, because I got it. Anybody right now don't got it. They don't, they don't got it. So what about these people? What are we going to do about these people when they can't? What happened to the village, man? It takes a village to raise a child, whoop the whoop, and all that other stuff. Where's our village at? Because right now, it just looks like we letting niggas drown. They ain't got money to do that. Damn, that's fucked up. I see more and more people every day homeless. I'm pretty sure I can pull the numbers and it'll just show more and more homeless people every day and be like, well, damn. It, 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 the number of homeless people going up. Well, the reason why the number of homeless people going up is because there's more and more people who can't afford a home. The average price of a house in America went up to $500,000 last week. Think about what I just said. To buy a home in America, you need to spend a half of a million dollars in a country where most people don't see a million dollars their entire life. We got a problem, y'all. My solution is always voting and overthrowing capitalism, but something got to get. And like I always say, pray with your hands open. That's how you receive energy. I'm done. Okay, so as always, y'all, please drink the water because everything else is bad for you nowadays. I, I'm not going to hold y'all too long, but and I guess this really is just kind of piggybacking off of what Jack said. My nigga, this week, I just want to encourage y'all to remember the word empathy. I have a new job, and my new job that I haven't mentioned because of COVID is it requires, you know, it requires a lot of empathy for people that I'm that that ultimately I'm in in a position to help. And I want y'all to think about that, my nigga. Being in a position to help. You got people, some people out here stretch yourself thin to help. You got some people who are in better positions than others to help and just not. But I encourage you to have empathy. Because one, not sympathy empathy and the reason why i say that is because you'd be surprised just how much better off we'd be we we would all be with a little bit more applied understanding you'd be surprised man you everybody's situation is not so fucking foreign to you that you can't relate or understand it it really isn't and you are not so much better off in life that you're above what this person is going through or what somebody else is going through so no, if you can't help, if you're not in a position to help, that's one thing. But if you can help, you should kind of consider it a, a human responsibility. Or I encourage you to consider it a human responsibility. Other than that, man, y'all stay safe. All right, y'all. Great pod, as I always say. Um, thank y'all again for another wonderful week. Um, as I always say, keep your mental health in check. Check on your people. 
keep your physical health in check as well. And I'll end, I'll end this by saying this. Um, number one, um, we went ahead and you know we went ahead and didn't talk about wrestling this week, but Sasha and Naomi they got suspended indefinitely. But we'll talk about that next week or whatever new developments might take place because I know we was real long winded on wrestling on that last episode. And um, another thing I want to say is um, if you got Jif peanut butter in your house, um, make sure you be careful and look at that because they recall some peanut butter for salmonella, and it's um specifically Jif peanut butter, um, creamy, crunchy, natural, and reduced fat. Um, That's why you make Peter Pan, bro. Yeah, the one thing that they um they said is um certain numbers you got to check for on the side of your um on the side of your peanut butter jar is one two seven four four two five through two one four zero four two five. That's too many numbers, so I'm I'm just gonna implore I'm just gonna implore y'all to get some Peter Pan, some Skippy, some Great Value, some some Clover Valley. Um, all of the Dang, different brands that are not GIF, because that's a lot of numbers. And I mean, um, you just think he's put on a social. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that sounds like a raffle ticket. What you put out? Yeah, that's that's how I read. I thought it said, "Listen, you know what's crazy?" I literally looked at it this morning. I thought it said, "Look for the those two numbers." I didn't know it was from that number to the other numbers. So. All of this peanut butter could be egregious. But, yeah, not only keep your mental health and your physical health in check, but keep your peanut butter in check as well. Um, You can catch us on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeart, wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, when you touch that dial, like, rate, review, share, worship. Worship. And like that, we out. Peace. Peace. You a hater, hater, bear.